Why Not Us podcast. Um, this week is dedicated to Black Men Mental Health Matters. What's going on, Cecil? What's going on? Just waiting on Lamonte. How you feeling today? I'm all right. Can't complain. For sure, for sure, for sure. You sleep okay out last night? Well, I slept all right. Got a good four Fine. hours. Yeah, I really don't sleep that well at night. No. I really don't sleep that well at night at all. Like, I don't know why, bro. I just don't be sleeping like that. Yeah. I don't sleep at night. Get some sleep during the day, but I try to cut it out. I don't want to sleep too much. So do you think you sleep better in the daytime? I, I believe I do. I don't know if it's because, you know, the working third shift and, you know, the hustling at night. I don't know if it's that or just, you know, sleep apnea. I don't know. You think, why you say it might be sleep apnea? Like, are you choking and coughing while you sleeping? Oh, yeah, I do all of that. I want to sleep apnea. I go, I'm supposed to get a, um, one of the machines. The CPAP? Yeah. I ain't never going to get it. Uh, so you already did like the sleep study and all that? Yeah, I did all of that. So how? Uh, so when you so did you have something over your nose? How did they do that? Yeah, man, I just sent you a picture. They have everything on you, like from your chest on up. You got all kind of stuff on you. I, I, I was in ICU or something. They had me hooked up. Oh wow! How many times? Uh, what is it? how many times you stop breathing? That's what they trying to see. Yeah, they monitor your sleep. How many times you wake up at night? If you stop breathing and all of that. Yeah. Huh? You supposed to be on like this little CPAP? Yeah, the little machine and shit that you that nigga sleep with. Okay, okay, okay. Little CPAP thing. What it just if you breathe is like oxygen or something? Yeah, yeah. You know, you don't get no machine. You don't get when they do the study. You don't get no machine. They just let you go sleep regularly. They put all the all the monitors on you. But they okay. put you that they put you that machine that helps you breathe at night. Like when you stop breathing, because I guess I stop breathing at night sometimes. And I don't even notice. It can be a little quick second or two, but it's still you stop breathing. So they they think that that's what the machine's supposed to help you do. When you ain't breathing, supposed to help you get you in. Got you, got you, got you. And sometimes, like, when you stop breathing, you just start coughing and stuff. Like, man, what's going yeah. on? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, man. I'm just sitting here chilling, man. I got a little cold. Um, sitting here drinking um, some herbal tea. Okay. Uh, yeah, sitting here, sit here drinking the herbal tea, bro. You know, I just finished stuff medicating. For sure, that's the best medication ever, though. Mm-hmm. Nah, I mean that's the best medication ever because it just help you relax. It just, it just helps you relax, man. It really does. Take your mind off a lot. Fact, it just calms you. I was listening to the podcast. My sister was listening to the two. She got it. She got down and depressed a little bit. It also made me get down because you know, going back and listening. You know, you you hear when you're saying it, but when you listen to the shit, it's it's a little different. But, you know, it's, that ain't even all of it. You know what I mean, I ain't even half of it to be honest with you. What I was telling y'all. Was, that's why she got down. That's why I got down because you know, that just was a little bit of it. And just to hear that little bit, it's just like, damn, that's a lot. Yeah, but you got it off your chest too. Like, you know, not saying that you never got it off your chest, but it's just different because you know, you sharing it to the world. You know, yeah, you sharing it to a world, the world, and a lot of people have been through the same experience. You feel me? And to hear somebody else talking about it and speaking about it, you know, that might push them to want to talk about it and speak about it. It's all about yeah. that. You feel me? So it's like. You made a major impact. You feel what I'm saying? Like yeah, that's I, why I did it. Cause you know, like I said, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta get out there to 
Sometimes you got to help people to help yourself. Facts. Facts. Big facts. You right. You right, man. That's what it's all about, man. For real. I know, you know, like, you know, everybody wants, uh, they feel like a man should be, you know, if a man cry, toughen up. If a man do this, toughen up. Like, you know, well, a little boy. So it's just like, I wonder why do they always put that on little boys to toughen up when they're just a kid. You feel me? So yeah. I don't understand. I don't, I really don't understand that. Cause when my nephew, my nephew is allowed to feel how he feel. He's allowed to show express how he feels. He's not going to be called sensitive or nothing like that. You can express how you feel. And nah, we're not about to be raising a broken young man. Nah, you can feel, yeah. feel how you want to feel, period. And and to be honest with you, a lot of that toughen up stuff comes from fear of the little boy being soft. You know? Some people fear that. Some people fear if you if I let him be, be soft, then he's gonna turn out to be this type of way. Nah, it ain't always that way. Facts. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Just cause you see might see a little feminine side of, of of a boy don't mean he's gonna be a feminine boy. You know what I'm saying? Like Men have feminine sides too, especially if they was raised by women. Facts. They can't help but to, but to let the emotions out. Facts. It's feminine energy and masculine energy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, I just look at things differently, yo. For real. Yeah. But at the end of the day, really, at the end of the day, it's really about you know about the person because you could be raised. By a single mom and everything like that, and still have masculine energy, and you won't even know. You feel what I'm yeah. saying? It's just all you can be raised by. You can be raised by the same, 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 the same parents. You know what I'm saying? Like same sex parents, and still have a different outcome. Like that don't that don't control the person. You know what I mean, make the person yeah. what they is because they see see that. Nah, what installs them is how you treat them, how you how you put the morals in them. That's what installs the kids. You're right. It's all about how you're treating them and what you're putting in their mind. You feel what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? Like, my nephew, like, when he started kindergarten, first grade, you feel me? I was, I make sure that he know, like, every morning I used to get up with him and, you know what I'm saying, tell him that he's important, tell him he's a young king, tell him that he's handsome. And that's inside of him. That's embedded in him. Like, he know that. He know about positive energy, positive vibes. He know about love and light. He know that he can express himself. He know he can have a conversation. He know that he, he's able to talk to us. And that's everything to me, him being open and honest with us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's everything to me. Like, just being able to. Being your most authentic self, like you're not gonna be judged. Like we just here to shoot. We learning too. Yep. I mean, we learning too, for real. As adults, we still learning. You know what I'm saying? Fast. I, know I learn every day. Fast, man. And you, you know those generational curses, real. Yeah, they definitely real. Sure, I got me and my sister got one on. Well, I ain't even say just me and my sister. My family got one on. You know, you got some in denial. Some know what it is. It's how you treat it. Bad. I mean, if you're in denial about it, you know what I'm saying, and don't know, and, and, and not trying to like acknowledge it, you know what I'm saying, it can hinder you. Bad. It can hinder you, and then sometimes it can't hinder you because you ignore it so good. Yeah. Yeah. But it's real. Like I don't care what nobody say. It's real. My grandmother, Miss B, stole my grandfather from his wife, and his wife put a curse on my mother, my grandmother. And my family been off ever since. Wow. And, and when I tell you off, I don't mean just in like financial, physical, you know what I mean? I'm talking about mentally too. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of shit that goes down in my family that people keep secret. And some some shit need to be told. Mm. Wow. 
But if you, like I said, if you ignore it, which was not telling people what's going on, then you can't fix it. You feel me? Oh, I feel you. So basically, you know, like generational curse for the people that might not even know about generational curse is basically like things that, you know, that our ancestors did or, you know, did for real, for real, like different traumatic events, you know, that began like decades prior to the current generation and has uh-huh. impacted the way that individuals understand, cope with and heal from trauma for real. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of things that's generational curses, like self-sabotage is generational curse. Yep, it's part of it. Yeah, so you also got people that, you know what I'm saying, they used to cuss out each other and tear people down, so that's all they know. So when they have kids, that's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. That's, that's all, all they, they know from others. from others. They see all their family do it, so that's all they know to do. Like, I can't, I can't appreciate you and, and, and big you up if I never been done to it myself. Facts. So basically that's what it's like. It's just like you trying to just break different things so you won't pass it on to, to your kids and your kids won't pass it on to, to their kids. It's basically like just being able to stop stop that generational curse of that. So instead of this person cussing each other out stuff, I, man, I don't want this for my child. You're going to feed your child with positivity. You're going to feel your child with love and love. Mm-hmm. So that's what you basically going to do. But generational curse is real. Like, generation curse is really real. You got people in the families that... You got people in your families that having babies by each other type of... Yeah. yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Nobody like really that, talks about that. That, that, that kiss and cousin shit, they'll just go for the white folks. That's it. It's just secretly in the black folks. Yeah. And that's that's part of the generational curse. Yeah, nobody don't say nothing about it. Like nobody don't say nothing about it at all. Like everybody push it under the rug. Like it's I mean, why isn't it be t- being talking about? Like it should be exactly. talked about. Exactly. Exactly. It should be talked about, like, because Cause like we you know, see somebody if, if 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 your uncle touched somebody, you know what I'm saying, touched one of your goddamn cousins, and, and, and nobody said nothing about it, but everybody wonder why the niggas act funny around this nigga, you know what I'm saying? And then the kids start acting funny around this nigga. They don't even know what's going on, but they just act funny around this nigga. It's cause it's a generation curse. Like y'all, y'all, y'all setting the trend right there. Let it be known. Oh, be careful around him. You know what I'm saying? He, he likes to touch people. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't do certain things around that man. Don't wear certain shit around that man. You know what I'm saying? Let it be known instead of having it to where nobody knows what's going on. What's good? What's good, Big Draco? What's what up with it? What's good? Please excuse my tardiness, man. This had you know oh, you money moves to make. You already oh, I already put it by. Y'all listen. You and Cecil will have a good conversation off the podcast for real. Already. Real, you know the vibes, you know what I'm saying. You heard me? What's good? What's good? What's uh, what's good, Cecil? What's good? Good world, what's going on, Draco? Boy, ain't nothing to it, man. Just trying to, you know, uh, enjoy the fruits of my wealth as we all should. Yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying, Draco. All right, it is. Most definitely, I want you and Cecil to have a conversation. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, so, I'm, I'm always down for networking. You already know what I'm saying. Already. Yeah, so everybody, this is um, Lamonte. You know, uh, he also is a co host. And yeah, and you know, we dedicating this week to. Black mental, black men mental health matters. So, um, how are you feeling mentally today? So you can go ahead. You can go ahead first, Cecil. Oh, I already said I'm good right are now. You good? Okay, okay. okay. Well, I'm, I'm late. I'm the late one. Excuse me. Um, so, hey, I'm I'm good, man. Um, definitely pursuing goals. You know what I'm saying? That, and that's right now putting me in the best mental state of mind ever. And uh, I, I can't. It's, it's a feeling I can't even explain, honestly. 
It, it's, a, it's a good feeling, though. Definitely a good feeling. Well, as long as you're feeling good mentally, that's all that matters. You feel what I'm saying? Like, you feel me? Like, Draco, you know you're important, right? Already. You know your feelings are valid. That's a fact, and then and and um and I, that's why that's why I love this topic because you know uh, I, I don't I don't know what you guys elaborated on so please forgive me but um I do know as being a man a black man at that you know you know it's hard for us to really express ourselves without being labeled you know what I'm saying excuse excuse my language but without being labeled a bitch or a pussy ass nigga or you soft you know what I'm saying or. It, it's just hard for us really to express our emotions, so it's common for us to keep our emotions bottled up. Oh yeah, and uh, and but but at the same time, I'm uh I'm thankful for the the woman that I have in my life because she lets me be who I am, and you know what I'm saying. If I want to shed a few tears, I can shed a few tears in front of her. I can lay my head on her shoulder and and, and cry. You know, say if I'm feeling some kind of way, or you know. Oh, and, but then again, but see, with certain people, if you do that, they're going to be like, oh, no, get your ass up. You soft. You crying. You soft. Stop doing that. That's bitch made. Or, you know, and, and then, like I said, I got a son as well. So whenever he feels some kind of way, I don't, you like, no, toughen up. Or you crying all the time. Stop that crying. Nah, you know, let it out. And then go on about you. Then do what you do. You know what I mean? So. Definitely loving this topic this week for sure. So, yeah, because you know, I was gonna say you can express yourself. You already know this is a safe uh, pay, uh, place, you know, for you to you know talk about everything. You feel me? Thank you. Know what I'm saying so. It's very important for me as a black woman to understand the perspective of of a black man. You feel me? And, you know, sometimes it seems like everybody against each other, but I'm trying to bring togetherness, you feel me? The queen and the king, period. We can support each other. We can be here for each other. You feel me? That's right. So that's why I just want the perspective of how y'all feel, you know, because at the end of the day, it matters. Like, y'all just not... Nah, y'all got to let us know how you feel. You feel me? Like, express yourself, like... You know, I wonder, like I was telling Cecil, I wonder why is it like that? Like, why can't a little boy cry? Like, why does he have to be tough? And why why can't he just be who he is? You feel me? That's true. Yeah, that's true. Definitely true. And then, you know what I'm saying? Um, I feel like it, it got to do a lot with upbringing because, you know, for, for a while I thought, you know, from um, – you, you know how, first, first of all, you know how 90s babies is, or, you know, at 90s and, like, you know what I'm saying, a little bit earlier before that. You know how yeah. the household was definitely raised to be uh, masculine. Yeah. And, uh, that you know, none of that crying and shit, all that tough shit was really what you had to be, a tough individual, because your father or your grandfather raised you that way. Yeah. And, and yeah. that's how I just said the exact same way I was raised, but I was like, well, damn. But see, when we get a certain age, then we ain't got no emotions. And then, you know, everybody look at you funny, like, why damn me? He always like he ain't got no edge, he ain't got no feelings towards a certain situation. That's how it was. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. And and you know, you know, it's very important, you know, for you to, you know, you holding yourself like, man, this is why how I was raised. But you know, when you get older, you know, you have to start doing shadow work and start really healing your child. That's facts. Yep. You understand what I'm saying? Like you have to really have a whole conversation with your inner child and tell your inner child, like, listen, it's okay. It was okay for you. You, you are safe now. It's okay. Right. It's okay. It wasn't your fault. You gotta really tell your child that. Real talk. Real talk. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, thanks. You gotta, you gotta really let them know, man. Yeah, I tell you, both my both my little sunshines, man. I got well, I got I got a son and a daughter, man. They, hey, man, you know, definitely okay to cry, man. It ain't even not about to be mad, like oh no, you know, it, it, it just it, this same thing we were saying going back over, man. I ain't, I don't even trip off that. So, so would you say would you say you suppressed a lot of your feelings, um, Draco? Uh, I'm I'm guilty of at times, yeah. I, I am honestly, I and 
that that's just something that's just something I struggle with. I, I guess you could say it's a pride thing. And uh, okay. Cool. Yeah, sometimes I struggle with it. I, okay. Sometimes I keep quiet and then or you know, you might smoke or drink it. That's just what it is. Eh? So so do are you do you wanna find ways to really like, you know, get your feelings out and you know, at that moment, you know what I'm saying, take your time like to breathe in and breathe out to understand that your feelings are valid because you know, when you're trying to just not even say nothing. You like really bringing turmoil on yourself. Like you just locking everything you feeling inside, and you just you know smoking and drinking. You feel me? You know you really ain't thinking about it, but at the end of the yeah. day, it's still gonna be there. And that, that's true. That's true, man. Cause um, it's crazy. Yeah, we all talking to my girl about the same thing. She was like, you know, it's not it's not good to keep it bottled up, and that and that's true because it's not and. I try. It, it, it's just something. I, it, it's, it's a work in progress, honestly. And, and like I said, I'm, I'm not perfect. You'll it's get there. A work in progress, and uh, you'll get there. Yeah. And, and I, I just work on trying to talk versus shutting up and shutting off, because then it look like I'm being funny. So. Oh yeah, yeah. It's basically like you shutting down. You feel yeah. me? It's like a fist yeah. of mechanism. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. That's true. Yeah. All right. So I got a question for y'all. Describe how. Black men's mental health is challenged by racism. Mm. By racism? Yeah. Uh, shit. It's a simple fact that half of them got it better than us is, is, is what it is half the time. Like, if they got a criminal record and we got a criminal record, now time, Timmy going with them. True. Facts. True. Well, um... Now, do you, are are you going like based on a certain scenario? Or are you just going on racism as a whole? I'm just asking like as a whole. You know what I'm saying? No scenario. Just basically asking as a whole. Just trying to get y'all perspectives. Like you know, um, you know, like how is it challenged? You know what I'm saying? Like I really want to know. Like from y'all perspective, not you know what I mean? Like it's very important for me to understand, you know, different things like, you know, cause I see what happens. I see what happens out here. You feel me True. from George Floyd to all this, these things that's coming, you know what I'm saying? Happening. You feel me? So it's like, True. that can mess up your mind too, because look, look at everything that's happening around us. You feel me? Yeah. Y'all always got to be, be protected. Like it's scary. You feel me? Like yeah. I said, I got a nephew, you feel me? How like I'm we raising our my nephew. We we don't we want him to be able to drive his car at 16 without being pulled over and being yeah. harassed. You feel I, me? Yeah, I could definitely tell you about that. Like this being but but for definitely for sure, uh by I, I don't want to say it all the time because every every cop not a bad cop. But then again, I don't really like the police. But at the same time. I've been, I can name probably about two occasions where I've been harassed by the police. You know what I'm saying? And and both of them were very unpleasant. But, wow. um, but I, I have been harassed by the police numerous times, and Raleigh police to be exact. I, I really cannot stand Raleigh police. But uh, yeah. but it's just like, we can really be doing nothing, but they want to find something, because we're black. So, right. it sucks. Cause like it's like it's like well damn my nigga I'm really not doing nothing so you really want to come fuck with me because I'm black so yeah it just it, it just sucks for us in every aspect that we you know that we're in whether we're working driving doing anything out in public uh, we will be perceived as a threat or doing something wrong because we're black oh, yeah. shit oh, is yeah. And it's it just like, like in the working world, for example, we got to work 10 times harder than a white man, even if we're more qualified. White man, white man may not be qualified at all, but they're going to look at him as he qualified because he's white. And we mm-hmm. got all the qualifications. We work harder than them, 10 times harder, short work on time, you know, just going hard. But you want to give it to the white man because him white. You know what I'm saying? It, 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 I, I just don't. I never understand it. Never will. Uh, hey. Yeah. 
Yeah, man, that's like for real, for real as a whole, like in America, that's a whole generational curse for real. Like, well, like a whole generational curse. Like, people don't even know, like, how it feels for y'all to go out here daily, not even knowing if y'all gonna come back. You understand what I'm saying? That's true. That's why I want, that's why I want to dig deep, like, getting y'all perspective. Like, how do y'all feel? You know what I'm saying? Like, what's going on with y'all? For so, for so. It- I'm, I can't say it's a blessing to make it home every day to be able to put my keys in the door and turn the thing. Promise you. Uh, me, for me, it's different. Because, you know, like I said, when I was younger, I didn't see myself. I had no dreams past 21. So every day I woke up with the thing of I might not come home. So whether it's a white man or black man taking me out, I looked at it the same way. I might not come home. And I always, I moved. I know how the white people move. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If you don't get them nothing to fuck with you about, they're not going to fuck with you. So I moved. I'm, I, with me being the person I was, I had to move like that because I couldn't get pulled over. I got pulled over. I might not come home. Mm-hmm. So I had to, I ride with my hat off and my glasses on. I don't ride deep. If I'm deep, it's nothing but girls in the car with me. And that's it. And I ain't talking about no older girls. I might have one older woman and some kids. That's mm-hmm. it. I ride... I ride accordingly so I don't get fucked up. I don't be in certain situations because if I look around and I see too much going on, oh, yeah, they're about to call the cops. I got to get the hell up out of here. I can't be around certain things, so I move certain ways. I I avoid it because I know what it is. Once again, being ignorant to the situation is causing you to be in certain situations. True. Okay. Now, I got a question for you, though, because... Uh, like I said, I, it's been. I definitely try to stay out the out the view of the police. I don't give a damn. I ain't even doing nothing wrong. So now, let's just say you're not doing that wrong, and you still getting fucked with. You know what I'm saying? Then, then it's different. So it's, it's like it, it's different. It, it, it's like, different. It's been situations I got pulled over for no reason. I'm not gonna sit here and buck on you, sir, because nine times out of ten you got the upper hand. You the cop. If I swing on you, I'm wrong. Regardless of whether. Whether you swung on me first or not, I'm wrong. You know what I mean? So you pull me over, you harass me. I'm all, all I can do is take your ID, follow through with the situation of what you're going through. Whether you're going, if I if I ain't got no no drugs or nothing on me, I ain't got nothing on me, and you ain't gonna take me to jail. I'm go, I'm following straight through with. Every, I'm cooperating with everything you want me to do. And then when I get through with that situation, then I'm gonna report you. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna. I'm going to look at the situation as if a white person was dealing with this. Because that's how you got it. That's how they want you to look at it. And in all nationality, that's the only way you're going to get any justice about it. I agree with you, though. I definitely agree with you on that. Most definitely. I hate I hate that it's that way, but you mm-hmm. have to play the game the way the game is played. You can't go in NBA and just throw the court, throw the ball on on two K and just throw the ball any way you want to. They're not gonna let you do that. That's not how the game is played. Exactly. So basically, so basically, you just gotta know what to do and how to do it and how to move. Basically, right? Exactly. Basically. Exactly. You definitely gotta know how to move. Like, and you gotta put your pride to the side in, in a lot of situations. Like in a situation you ain't ain't no winning from. What your pride gonna do but get you in a fucked up situation? Your pride, you call home, should have your pride on on a hundred. You know what I'm saying? So you sitting there arguing with the cop because you want to be right, knowing that nine times out of ten, at the end of the day, you gonna make him mad. He gonna put them cuffs on you. You gonna go to jail for some stupid reason and have to spend some money to get out. That's not that's that's your pride being 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 belittled right there. Yeah, that's ignorant. Yeah. Damn sure. Yeah, definitely agree with you. Yeah, you know, you know, some people. I, I, it's uh, you know, saying that definitely not going away what you were saying, but you know, I it's human nature to defend yourself. Yeah, and then, it's, and it's human again, nature to defend yourself, but you have to think you about. Gotta, it. Yeah, you got, you definitely got to use your brain, definitely. So I, I definitely and, 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 situ- and, in, and in a situation when you're the only one around and it's cops, please don't don't buck on them. Facts. Don't buck because you ain't got no witness to say you was right, and you ain't got no one to say they was wrong for doing what they did. Exactly. You can, listen, I'd have been in, like I said, I, I earned my stripes young, man. So for, for me to say, me to sit here and feel like I got to get stripes off of you for certain situations, nah, I'll let that go. I'll let that go. Why? Because I done got my stripes. 
Facts. I mean, I don't need to prove nothing to you. Prove something to myself is to, I need to be the bigger person and let this go and get past. Now, that's when you prove something. When you prove something to yourself, no matter how mad you could get, and you still get out of that situation without being, without letting it go to where you know where it could have went, then you, 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 you should that's come out win. to win it. Yeah, that's a win right there. For damn sake. Well, how do y'all even... How do how do y'all condition yourselves to even you know think like that and move like that? You feel what I'm saying? Like y'all, no, it, ain't, it ain't it ain't nothing you gonna you gonna have off the rip unless you was you listen to your OGs like we didn't do growing up. You know what I'm saying it's something you are gonna always have to learn. You are gonna go behind them balls for being stupid and sit behind them balls and nobody be able to see you no money and no phone calls and be like, damn, I'm in here because I just couldn't shut my mouth up and be quiet. Oh, you get that? You you get behind the ball and think about that? You'll learn that lesson, and, and next time, you'll sit there and be quiet. All right. Co- so- it's going to cost you time. It's going to cost you money. Something you can't get back. All right. So, listen. How do you feel about the way young black men and boys are portrayed in the midi- media? Gosh. Mm. Man. I look at it. I look at, I look at it. It's it's crazy how they portray, but I, I, it's it's damn near accurate. These little niggas is wild. Yeah, because yeah, and 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 it sucks, man. Because this, I can't really, I you know, say I, I don't know what to say. I don't. Everybody household is different. Everybody upbringing is different. But see, what they're influenced by is really what's causing all this craziness and. It's just different. I, I, you can't really speak nothing to them. No, no, you can't. Like they, they gotta I, learn on their own. It's like it's like, damn, I really want to. I got. I, I'm putting you on game, but you go do it anyway. You gonna do it anyway? Cause you want to be hard headed and you think, oh, this old nigga, you ain't doing nothing. Yeah, you, you telling me, you telling me something, but look where you at. Right, right, right. Like, I'm telling you this because I got where I'm at because you. I didn't listen to OGs like you didn't listen to me. Exactly. I'm trying to warn you before you get into that situation. Exactly, man. You want you want to reach them, but shit, man. You you know what I'm saying? And, and pretty much, like you said, you got you, you can tell them. It ain't gonna register to them right then at all. At when all. they when they get jammed the fuck up, I'm like, damn. And that's when going. That's when like, damn, six, seven years. Damn, I damn, should've I should have listened, listened to Monte. I should listen when Monte mm-hmm. said to me, and he was right. Now look at me. No, nobody mm-hmm. fucking, family forgot about me. I've been here for about them two years. Mm-hmm. No letters. I ain't no, seen not. no visits. No, and then see, it's that's it's different when you in town. Yeah, that shit hurts. But see, when you out of when you out of state, and your family in a whole nother motherfucking state, ain't no visiting. You know what I'm saying? It takes days for them letters to, letters to get to where they mm-hmm. need to go. So ain't no coming. Ain't no letters every week. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no, ain't no visits every weekend. Mm-mm. Ain't no, ain't man. I went, I was locked up in South Carolina, my family in New York. Mm. Ain't seen my family for two years. And when I got letters, it was every two or three months. Whew. And I got people in there that's getting visits every day, coming back crying, and that made me not want no visit. Like if you coming back crying from a visit, I nah, I don't want to do this. And I asked somebody, "Where you crying?" Because my feet, my people going home, and I'm still in here. Nigga, your people's going up the street, sit there. They can ride past and talk to you, nigga. My people's in a whole other state. When they leave, nigga, I might not see them again. Uh, that's deep, man. For real. Yeah, this shit, this so, different, man. so listen, you being in the prison. Right, so you mm-hmm. going to prison, Cecil? Right, mm-hmm. what, what changed about you from experiencing that? To be honest with you, I went to I went to jail young, so all I did, all I had time to do was sit back and think about how I was gonna get this money. Like, basically, I sat in there. I ain't do no working out. I wrote. I sat down and wrote my wrote a little bit bit of my book, which I fucking lost. I wrote a little bit of my book. I sat down and came up with plans. 
You know what I'm saying? Of how I'm gonna get this money, how I'm gonna do this, how I'm gonna that. I'm networking with people. Because I realize I'm in a state that I ain't, I don't know nobody. So everybody I meet is a connection to me. Right. Whether they doing something or whether they not. Because if they was if they was not me in the streets with the crackheads and, and then didn't sell no drugs, guess what? You still a connection to me because you with the crackheads. I need you to let them know I got this work. Thanks. If you ain't here for goddamn moving them things, guess what? I'm a nigga that move them things. I need to highlight you. Got you. you basically at a young age, you putting me in a network. And that's all I did was network. Now going going like a couple of years when I got locked up and only did it a couple of days, oh, it was a whole different story. Ain't no I'm grown now. Nigga, I need to get mm-hmm. the fuck up out of here and not get the fuck back in here. Right. So it's all about it's different experiences, like you know what I'm saying. If you had time to do, you got two years to do, so you already know you got two years to do, so your whole mindset was different. Right. Just being in the jail Actually, for like at, at that time, when they when they they sentenced me, they sentenced me to eight years non violent. That didn't mean I was coming home in two years because <laughs> my lawyer said I do six months and come home. I did two fucking years. And actually, can't I really couldn't come home because I was in a whole other state. And to come home on probation, you had to have a job and a place to stay. And I had neither one. So I so stayed how- in jail for an extra six months until I was able to connect with somebody that had some connections on the streets and say I had a place and say I had a job. Wow. Hmm. Wow. I would have been sitting in that motherfucker. So basically, you gotta have everything. Like before you get out, you gotta have everything. Before you get well, then back in two thousand and four, yeah, that's what you had to have. You had to have a job and a place before you even get out. So if you got probation in April and you ain't get a job to next April, you were still in that bitch until April. So how about so how about even how about your how about you only had to do like four years, right? So if you had to do four years and the four and years, I did three years, and I had a year probation left, and I ain't getting no job until to the time for me to max out, I ain't going nowhere until I maxed out. Wow! Wow! That's that's scary, man. That's scary. Just being confined, like in the cell. With I don't know. That's scary, bro. Um, let me see. Do you believe the media influence the way black males behave? No. No. It depends on what you I'm like that influence the way. Depends on the individual, for real. For yeah, real. I mean, it's individual and, and where you at. Because, like you said, the individual, because you got people in Malibu, you know what I mean, that want to be black and want to be hood. You know what I'm saying? But, it, like you said, the individual and where you at. Cause Facts. Okay, yeah. Be, Your yeah. environment is depends on how you like. You could be a good boy, mm-hmm. but if you got hood niggas all in your streets, you know, you're gonna eventually mm-hmm. turn into that hood nigga. Yeah, exactly. Walking home from school every day, niggas gonna test you. Exactly. And if you don't show niggas what you about, guess what? You either gonna become a statistic, or you just gonna be that pussy nigga, and you ain't gonna you're gonna deter you from everything in life. Man, fact, definitely fact. So in a situation like that, right, when y'all getting tested every day, you walking from home, like, how do you handle a situation like that if you know that's not where you want to be? Like, you know what I'm saying? How do you handle that situation? You got to fight. Yeah, you, you definitely um, you got to fight because calling the yeah. cops ain't going to do it. They're going to get you fucked up every day. Yeah. Telling anybody ain't going to do it. Ain't going to work. Now you, now you just... You, only way to get through that shit is the fight, whether you can fight or not. It's the fight. Even if you ain't no fighter, they're going to have that. They're going to, well, he's going to fight whether he can fight or not. In fact, because see, then when you fight, they're going to be like, okay, now little, little nigga ain't, he ain't no pussy. Yeah. Because then they're going to be like, okay, we, we ain't going to fuck with him no more. He yeah. stood and ain't up. Nobody, ain't nobody going to fuck with you because they know you can't fight. And if you fucking with him, oh, you just picking on somebody. You want to pick on somebody, pick on me. Yeah, you you stood up, goddamn, and 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 that's a very fact. I I got factual experience on that because I was definitely fucked with for being smaller. So you know, and and I I took that shit for at least about a good two weeks. Now you know what? Fuck this. And I I said to myself, the very next time these niggas or 
any one of them say something foul, slick, I'm stealing off. I don't give a damn I get jumped or not. And, that, and that's how – and that's how it got – I had that same situation like you said. But sometimes you got to let the little nigga see if he got hot. You know what I'm saying? And what, I had a situation when niggas kept picking on this little dude because he was the flyest nigga. Because, like I said, in New York, they go by fashion. You yeah. come in here with some Reeboks on, nigga, you getting clowned all day. So little yeah. niggas getting clowned on. He was getting picked on. And after a while of seeing it, I just looked at him. Once I seen him trying to stick up for himself, but niggas wasn't feeling it, then I stepped in. Like, y'all not going to just keep bullying no little nigga because he can't be fly when I know his peoples. And all I did was take him to his peoples, who was drug dealers, and let it be known, yo, fix him up. Like, I I protect him in school, but you got to fix him up because I'm not going to fight every day because he's looking like this. That's a fact. So he got fixed up and they ain't bothering him no more. Nah, they ain't bothering him no more. He he went from being bullied to one of the cool kids. He can now be a bully if he wanted to because he, he got that reputation now. Wow. But since he was bullied, he know that's not the life he wanted to be. So he stuck he stuck with me, you know, he became one a playboy. Went around good. with the girls and keep it moving. Nigga knew not to test him because he, he rolled with a mob. So he, they knew not to t- fuck with that nigga. It, it is what it is. Like, we, Man. I ain't even have to be around him at a certain point no more. Because they know, oh, he fuck with them iceberg niggas. Let that nigga be. Oh, God. So, look. Only, you, only you people he had to watch. You still got my back. Go ahead. Go ahead. I said, only people he had to watch, watch out for was uh, our enemies. And that was it. True shit. You still got uh, contact with him to this day? Nah, unfortunately, I was, I was in junior high school. Okay, like, okay. Since then, I done been to so many different states. But if I ever go to New York and see him, I'm going to let it be known. Yo, you know, you still my nigga. You know what I'm saying? What's good? Thanks. Because the ones I did fuck with, like the mob that I did fuck with, when I go up there, I catch the vibe. If we vibing, we vibing on the same vibe. If we not, then I keep it moving. Thanks. Yeah, they, they definitely, this shit different nowadays. Like, you know, yeah. that shit be way different. It ain't about the same. The values is different. Culture is mm-hmm. different. And I, I ain't number 29 to see. You know what I'm saying? When I was doing what I was doing, that shit, it's just different, man. I, mean, I just don't know what it is. What, what's, what's going on with these boys? Yeah, damn. These boys, these boys like wild. The, these boys more. When I, I can say these boys was definitely more wild than we was back in the day. Yes. And, and I consider myself crazy. as a wild child. You know what I'm saying? But. We had morals, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, and, and, and no that, I, I, you know what? No That's what separated us from them. Yeah, because we wasn't hitting no old people. We didn't fuck with no kids, nope. you know what I'm saying? Like, and if we dudes, we not we not fighting no women. I got sisters, I got cousins, you know what I'm saying? This is what we going to do. You want to fight, Joy? All right, come on. Let me go holler at my cousin and sister real quick. She going to wax you for me. Mm-hmm. These little niggas nowadays, like... You, they had a trend in New York of snuffing old people. What? Yeah. I said, yo, where the fuck they, where, where the fuck this come from? What? Yeah, that's that's just disrespect. That's just dis- just disrespectful like that. Like snuffing old people back in that day, you likely to get shot. But yeah. now they said hey. all of this, all of this searching procedure and shit. Now I mean, old people. Some old people don't walk around with their guns, so they they getting lucky and and walking off. But tried that when we were growing up. Get your ass stabbed and shot, little nigga. Man, you can make, make it out of this situation. You can make it. You better respect your elders around here. Oh God, you got to. Yeah, even, just if you, even if that old man that you hit didn't knock you out, somebody about to get you for that shit, bro. Man, man, this is, this is, this is fucking ridiculous. Because that could be my grandparents. That could be my people's grandparents. Like, you know, you're not going to just hit no old nigga around me. Oh, for no reason. Oh, and then let let my let my one of my grands tell me, oh, some little nigga ran up on me Hit today. Me. What? What? Uh, you know who he is? Do you remember the face? That's all I need. You remember the face? What? I don't know where you at, Faith. Say no more. Pull it. We going to the spot. All right. mm-hmm. Drop me off. <laughs> you ain't got to worry about what happened after the face. Drop me off and you go walking. Walk yeah, up and go, down the street. That's all I just want to know what I'm saying. That's it. I'm going to see this shit. Yeah, man. Come on, that, that, that shit there, that don't make no sense right there. 
I can't get with that shit. You, yeah. you know, like all these school shootings and stuff like that. Like, I'm sorry. When I was going to school, bruh, you'd have came in that school with a gun. You'd have, so you'd have been a shootout in that motherfucker. Ain't no cop in this bitch. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Different. That's shit. It was different when I was growing up. Like, I had that bang in school. Nigga. Ain't no playing with me. Yeah, that's it. Different, different, man. Yeah, I went to uh, I went to school with uh Cecil when he came down here to North Carolina. Uh, where, where, uh, what school y'all went to? We went to uh Lewisburg High School. Uh, hey, you know what? No, I, I can't say, I can't say Lewisburg definitely different. No, I, I can't say that. Oh shit, it yeah. definitely was different. I let that shit be known. I'm not, I'm not like these niggas. <laughs> yeah, Lewisburg got some shiesty individuals out there, man. I'm not like these niggas. So, like, I got, I got to speak from from Lewisburg to show the difference of of a New York person. Like, I had another New York person come to Lewisburg High. He thought because he was cool because he's from New York that I he could do certain shit. Now, my pops was sick at the time. I asked my pops what you want for Christmas. That boy said a good report card. I ain't never had a good report card in my life. So I put in some effort. I got a good report card. So I'm looking at it. This nigga, everybody, everybody know me in school. I'm not I'm not paying attention. I'm not doing the homework. I'm not doing nothing. So <laughs> you feel me? To get a good report card, niggas was niggas was saying. So the niggas the niggas snatched my shit and ripped my report card. I knocked him the fuck out in class. And waited right there for the, the the security guard to come and get me and everything. Like, nigga, I don't know who the fuck you think you talk to. Bro, I don't give a fuck about you being from New York. Nice. You snatch the shit out of my hand. It's disrespectful, my nigga. You could have asked. Cecil, Cecil. Nobody don't mess with Cecil, man. Cecil real, real. Yeah, man. Nobody don't mess with Cecil. Yeah, I had, I had some of this different situations in Lewisburg. I had a tall nigga named Mario. Big nigga named Mario. Like, he was a big nigga. I guess he was the school bully. And he tried to, he tried me. Until my motherfucking neighbor told him, boy, you tried the wrong motherfucker. He bringing that gun to school. <laughs> and showed the fuck enough. I bring that gun to school. His ass ain't come to school for two weeks. Yo, let me tell you. I feel it, bro, man. <laughs> Yeah, man. So that's how I know, you know what I'm saying? That's how I know uh, Cecil. Um, right. You know what I mean? Like, he's good people. And that's family, man, all day. All right. I, sure. I, definitely, I definitely feel the vibe, you know what I mean? I, I love it. Yeah, and I love the fact, you know what I'm saying, I'm just sitting here listening to y'all talk, y'all vibe, you know what I'm saying, have a whole conversation. I love stuff like this, bro. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, the energy, like, it just flow. You feel me? Oh, yeah. Damn so, cool. it just flow, man. I'm just sitting here listening, just asking y'all questions and shit. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, you want to know some shit, man? Ask somebody who's been through something. You definitely going to get some facts. Yeah. Facts. That's right. Facts. Yeah. They, they, they can take it the right way. They take it the wrong way. Mm-hmm. But it's gonna be the motherfucking truth. Yep. That's uh, I see it, man. I, you know, I definitely, uh, I, definitely uh, I definitely respect my uh elders, man. Like my I had a, I had a grandfather who passed away who put me on so much game. Mm-hmm. I swear to God, I, I found myself in tears just now. I was I was playing I played a song that he liked. I couldn't even listen to the whole song. I started crying. I'm like, damn, I, I miss I miss my guy. I swear. Yeah, to this day, man, and I I feel bad because I'm out here. I I really hate because sometimes I can get so busy that I, I really forget my phone or I forget that he. Hey, Monte, you went out, bro. Hello, damn screen save thing, but um, uh huh. I might, I, I, yeah, that joint right there, but a little crazy. I might have to find a way to keep it locked. But uh, but yeah, like when I get busy, man, they just be certain people I forget to hit up, man. Yeah, I, I really hate that shit, and I really couldn't reconnect with them like that. So yeah, that yeah. hit hard. Yeah. But you can't, you can't, you can't blame yourself for that. 
That's you can't true. Blame yourself for that because, like you said, you got you got shit going on yourself, bro. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if they really want to holler at you, they can holler at that. Like, yo, bro, you ain't here for him a couple days. We good. So he was sick, and, and see, I didn't know he was he was sick for a little bit of time. I don't know if he was in the hospital or what. You feel me? So, oh, so yeah, yeah. That yeah. shit really hit different. And it's been people reaching out to me, and you know, sometimes I look at it, but it, we. You know, it's, it's a long ass story. I ain't even gonna get into it on this podcast, you know. But it, it's, you know, we just had a little beef on that side of the family. I really, I ain't fuck with them, and they, they yeah. and they was hitting me up, probably trying to tell me that, and I didn't even hit my, I ain't respond. So like, shit, wow. But yeah, yeah. yeah that shit never hit hard, and I, I was at work when that shit happened too. I was like, wow, get the fuck out of here. I love work. Fucking eyes. Big tears of water, man. <laughs> I can't even deal. That shit real as hell. It's a definitely, yeah. man. See, a message, a message to all the youngins out there, man. When, when your grands, all of them is trying to tell you something, fucking listen. It's, it's the fucking truth. Real. Promise definitely. you. Promise you, man. Yeah. They, they ain't telling you no lie. Swear to God. Yeah, but you know you can... You- Platform. Oh, I don't know. I think I think he just uh I think he probably lost a uh, connection. But man, this was a good conversation though. For real, for real. Uh, this was a good conversation. Like, my, this bad. Was, <laughs> my bad. That dropped down and disappeared. Yo. You good? My bad. <laughs> we got we gotta most definitely. We gotta most definitely do this, you know what I'm saying, more often. You feel what I'm saying? Like this is a whole vibe, man. Y'all gonna reach so many people. You feel me? Yeah. So, I'm always down for it. For sure, for sure. So when we get off this thing, I'm gonna most most definitely um slide each other, you know what I'm saying? Each other, y'all, you know, I'm gonna, put, I'm gonna give y'all the numbers so y'all could be able to connect with each other. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Uh, you know, connect with each other. That's what the energy is. You feel me? So I'm, I'm, I'm in Raleigh now, so I'm gonna need as much connections as I can. Okay, man. Well, okay, well, yeah, you ain't too far. You know, Raleigh. I know, I know people in Raleigh. I'm actually, I'm actually in Durham. <laughs> Durham. Okay, well, hey, you, you, you ain't, you ain't far, my boy. Shit, Durham ain't nothing but a draw. I got people. I got people everywhere. That, that's this type of person I am. So, I already know the vibe. So yeah. listen, <laughs> hey. what we gonna do? Um, yeah, we gonna do this. Hey, I appreciate y'all <laughs> stopping through. Um, these are my co-hosts, y'all. So y'all be hearing more from both of them. Um, yeah, yeah. And if they, listen, if they got a topic they want us to talk on, man, right now I'm, I'm really speak on anything. Just hit me. Hit us. Let us know. Uh, yeah, when we can we can elaborate, get get you on game. You need some relationship advice, life advice, anything for real. You know, say less, say less. Again, this is why not us podcast. Um, KJ, I got Draco and Cecil here. So uh, remember, black men, y'all mental health matters, and it's love and light, and I'm out. All right, all right. Hey.